Lord, we just thank you for such a beautiful time of praise and worship with you. We know that you are the lifter of our heads. We know that you're carrying us through these dark places and dark times. And we're excited in our spirit, man. We're excited because of what you're doing and what you've promised us you're bringing to pass. Lord, I just lift this whole sanctuary up into the third heavens with you. Far above every principality and power. Far above every negative thing. Father, I just release your protective angels to go throughout this room. As we go through this lesson tonight, I pray that it would go deep within the hearts of each and every person here and those that are under the sound of our voices. And Father, we just bless you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Tonight we have a very special message that we're going to be talking about in regards to the demon of pharmakia. The demon of pharmakia. The gates of hell have been opened. It's unfortunate that we live in a time where the body of Christ is fighting each other on the things of God. It just really is. In particular, exorcisms. But these times, these are the times that we live in. And despite the rest of what the rest of the body of Christ is doing, we're going to continue on with the works of the Lord. We're going to do his bidding because this is what he wants done. And I was thinking about this today. This is such an exciting time because of, if you look at this from a stock market perspective, um, the stocks are going down in the, in the natural realm. You know, people are losing money. But from the standpoint of spiritually, people are more hungry. They're wanting more of God. And the demonic is increasing. So if you were looking at that as a forecast, we are always going to have work. Did you ever think about it like that? There's always going to be someone who needs to be delivered, set free, because God is setting us up to be ministers of his gospel, ministers of his love. And as we're increasing, not we're increasing the darkness, but the demonic is increasing, we are always going to have things to do. We're always going to have things that we're going to be able to accomplish in the spirit realm. So God's stock is going up, and so is ours. It's a different way to look at it. Different way to look at it. Uh, God spoke to Pastor Barbara a long time ago now and said we are no longer going to be doing deliverances. We will be doing exorcisms. And I feel that exorcisms are more violent in nature than deliverances. For the simple fact that you're dealing with a demon that has gripped its claws around a person's soul and refuses to let go. They just simply refuse. They know they have to go. They know that they don't belong there. They don't have any legal rights. But they still hold on. So it's a fight. It has gripped their claws around a person's mind, will, and emotions. And these are all areas that they have to be pried from. And I want you to put this picture in your head when you have the thought about an exorcism. You are there to drive that demon out of the person. Drive. You're not asking nicely. You're not trying to coax it by bribing it. You're using the authority of Christ in the name of Christ 
to let that demon know that you aren't playing. And if you don't go into exorcisms with that mindset, you're going to have a hard time because this is what God has called you forth to do. We need to see these demons as trespassers on God's property, whether it's your own property or the people that God send your way to minister to. And there has to be a certain level of uh, oomph that rises up on the inside of you, not your own oomph, the Holy Spirit oomph, to go forth and say, I'm not going to let these people go. I'm not going to let them fall by the wayside because God has given me what I need to do this. And this is exactly what Pastor Barbara was saying this past Sunday, Saturday, Sunday morning. We need to use the authority that Christ gave us to drive those demons out. It's not a polite thing. It's a violent thing. This is a fight. And you have to go into this thing knowing that you've won and that someone else's life is at stake. We're dealing with bigger demons, more persistent. And they know your weaknesses. They know the point at which you're going to say, ah, this is time to, time to quit, time to give up. And they will out, try to outlast us. So, so remember that. And all of us are going to be a part of what's going on with deliverances. Let's look at some demons that are manifesting in people right now in regards to abortion. And I want you to look at their faces, look at their eyes, and see how they look. They all look like they have been taken over by a spirit. Need to sound, Adrian. Sorry. Can you back that up? coming off of that this is personified this is magnified right now there are different places that are protesting and someone brought up a good point they're protesting in states that abortion is already legal what's the point of doing that what what is the absolute point of doing that you're not accomplishing anything if you're going to protest go to the states where it's not illegal and i'm not advocating for you to get abortions but you see the, the dumbness that's going on. But look at the hatred, the anger, just the sheer animosity that's taken over these people. And those are mild in comparison to some that, that are out there right now. We are fighting a battle in the spirit realm that's tied to the spirit of Ethbal, which is tied to the Jezebel Ahab spirit, child sacrifice, the spirit of Molech, along with sexual perversion and deviance 
that are running wild in this season. And, you know, Pastor Barbara also talked about demon groupings. We're, we're not just dealing with one spirit. You're dealing with compound spirits, with sets of spirits that have to be dismantled and driven out with force, force from the Holy Spirit. We are also approaching the basilisk spirit season again. This spirit we've dealt with before. Um, it rules and reigns for a three-week cycle from the 17th of Tammuz, extending until the 9th of Av on the Judaic calendar. This year, the basilisk spirit is going to fall on July 17th and run to August the 6th. So we're living in a time where demons are flying around all the time. And as the people of God, we need to live ready to display the power of God by being ready to drive out these spirits. The Spirit of God wants the body of Christ to understand that this is the harvest field. You, you gotta, if you don't get anything tonight, you got to get that this is where God is going. This is where God has been pointing us to. And you really need to understand that and start gearing yourself up. If you haven't already, gearing yourself up to be prepared to be used. These are the miracles that are going to take place. Because can you imagine somebody screaming and hollering like that and you walk up to them and in the name of Jesus command that spirit to come out of them and everything changes in their life. And the people that are around about them know something has happened to them because they, they're living with these spirits. They're living with this interaction day in and day out. And for it to be completely gone at the name of Jesus, at us driving with the anointing, those are going to be powerful testimonies that are going to come forth. This is the open door that God has opened and no man can shut. It's the open door. Now, this is from 2018. The numbers are only increasing and the source is the Catholic Church. I'm not telling you to be a Catholic, but what I'm telling you is that they are organized and they have different things set up to work with exorcisms. Listen at this. According to the data from the United States, the number of priests trained in performing exorcisms has increased from a mere 12 about a decade ago to 50. This is a more than 300% increase. Pope Francis has also commented on a phenomenon explaining to his followers that Satan is indeed a real being who's roaming the earth to devour souls like a lion. He wrote back in April that people shouldn't assume that the devil is just some myth, representation, symbol, figure of speech, or idea. Doing this causes people to let down their guard. He claims making all of us more vulnerable. Francis also says that priests should not hesitate to send people who are suffering from genuine spiritual disturbances to exorcists. This is the head of the Catholic Church telling this to his people. The rest of the body of Christ is messed up because we're too busy denying that there's even demons there. So we're, we're missing the opportunities that God is placing before us to demonstrate his power because we're trying to have a theological debate and battle about this. The Catholic people are getting this right. We need to get on board. We're behind we're behind. I need you to see this. We're behind. Exorcism is going to be a part of everyone's ministry. God is setting us up to be the ones to set people free in the house of God, 
in the open marketplace, out in the highways and byways. With this being said, we need to understand what we are dealing with in the spirit realm. In addition to everything else, we're working against the demon of pharmakia. Now look at Revelations chapter 18, verse 23. And this is, this is going to make sense. The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore, and the voice of bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by your sorcery all the nations were deceived. Sorcery is the key word here. It is a Greek word. Um, I cannot pronounce that. Can't even hardly read it. But the point is, sorcery, pharmakia, means the use or the administering of drugs, poisoning, sorcery, magical arts. These are all things that are going on right now in the world. Why is this important to me, to us? Understanding that we're dealing with sorcery will help us understand the battle that we're in. This is a picture of the demon of pharmakia. Illnesses and sicknesses are plaguing the earth right now. Drug addictions, regular versus illegal drugs. Sometimes we are dealing with people who are, who are dealing with mental illnesses and they have been prescribed a drug and we cannot get to the demon because the demon of pharmakia, the demon that's acting out in that person, the demon of pharmakia is hiding the little demons that we're trying to get to. Be wise and understand when we're doing a deliverance, the people that have mental illness are not going to tell us they're on prescription medications. We never tell anybody to get off your prescription medications. We tell you to let the doctor do that. But in the process of doing an exorcism, we can bind the demon of pharmakia and get to the root demon that's in there and get you set free. We've seen it. We've, we, we're, we're seeing this manifest and we're seeing this happen today. But the bigger picture is, is knowing and having this in the back of your mind, having a discernment that sometimes the demon of pharmakia is lying in the background, lying underneath. And you're wasting a whole bunch of time dealing with other little spirits without getting to the roots. Illnesses and sicknesses are plaguing the earth right now. Now, I realize from the outset that this might cause some emotional feelings in our listeners. Some people are on medications. We, we're not judging you. We're not condemning you. We're just presenting information to you so that you understand what's going on. We're going to present some information on the vaccines for COVID-19 that may be shocking to you. This information needs to be brought out so that you understand what's going on and what you're dealing with. If you made the decision to get the vaccine, that is your own personal, private business. There is no reason for you to feel condemnation because we're not condemning you. Please understand that. Everyone's situation is different and you need to do what God leads you to do because there's protection in that. There's a, you being obedient to him is what's gonna make it. So everybody clear? So here's the big bombshell that the Catholic Church has discovered. There is significant evidence that the COVID-19 vaccines are linked to a surge in demonic possessions. 
there is significant evidence that the COVID-19 vaccines are linked to a surge in demonic possessions. This is a report that was found on Natural News a couple of days ago. I quote, there are now so many fully vaccinated people showing strong signs of demonic possession that a new St. Michael Center for Spiritual Liberation and Exorcism is opening up in Manila, Philippines. They have so many cases that they're being possessed that they're, that they're working overtime in exorcism to try to get these people set free. According to reports, the new site will be dedicated to performing exorcisms on people who got jabbed for the Wuhan coronavirus. Father Joseph Jose Francisco Sequia says he receives about 10 reports every single day of demons infesting the bodies of the jabbed. This is a 2022 report, June. This is happening right now. The Roman Catholic Church is responsible for erecting the facility, which is reportedly the first of its kind in Asia. Priests will be trained in the art of expelling demons, and Sequia, the director of the archdiocese, will hold the position of chief exorcist. Isn't that wonderful? They're, they're so committed to helping people and saving people that they're dedicating themselves. They're building buildings. They're building structures. They're setting things up. We have to be as equally committed to doing that. And I'm not promoting the Catholic Church. I'm just trying to get you to see what we need to do. We have to be fully committed in this. The official story is that the pandemic and all of its stressors are responsible for the uptick in demon possession. But the reality is that the jabs are also a major contributor. And I'm not calling them jabs. This is the author calling them jabs. In the past three to five years, Sequia added, there has been a sharp increase in witchcraft activity taking place inside people's homes which is also a factor in the current crisis. This is terrible. The first Vatican-endorsed course on exorcisms was induced, introduced in 2005, and it will be used to train priests not only in Manila, but all around the world in the art of casting out demons, or so they say, from people's bodies and lives. In the United States, demon possession is currently at a fever pitch. This is where we live. It's at a fever pitch, especially now that we have entered Pride Month, and we're almost out of that. The LGBTQAI plus community celebrating their direct rebellion from God. Silence from the church. We don't want to lose our 501c3s. We don't want to lose our people. So we're not going to talk about LGBTQ plus and tell them that it's wrong. Homosexual acts, the whole nine. We, we're keeping silent. Demon activity and even possession are clearly on the rise, wrote someone in response to the news about the new exorcism facility. Those who dabbled in the occult and witchcraft are especially vulnerable. Spirit-filled people. Do you, do you see? You see why I say the stock market is high? We got a lot. We have a lot that we have to do. There's a lot. We must not continue to walk around with our heads in the sand. This is a very serious matter that is before us. 
with the vaccination comes the understanding that someone had to make the vaccination. This, this is where sorcery comes in from Revelations 18, 23. And we're going to read that again. The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore, and the voice of a bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by your sorcery all the nations were deceived. The witches, warlocks, are using drugs, medications to poison us. They are coming up with these drugs from the magical arts. Now, not every doctor is evil. I'm not saying that. Not every doctor is into witchcraft. But you must understand that there are some doctors who are both. There are some chemists and drug technicians who are both. And they are actively putting demons inside of the things that they make. We cannot be naive. We have to be fully aware that this is going on. And if you have to take medications, you need to pray over it. You need to ask God to protect you. You need to ask God to close any doors that may be open because of this medication. And first of all, ask him to heal you so you don't need it. He Get, get off... He, ask him to help you get off of it in his timing and his ways and again we're not telling people to do anything dumb or against the advice of medical directors but we're trying to get you to seek for the spirit to move in your life so that you can be free the devil works through people human beings who are being inspired to poison us we have to be aware of the openings that can take place in our souls due to medications. I want to show you a video of an exorcism that was done recently. Listen very closely at what the demon is saying through these people. It's actually two. Now, for some reason, whoever made this video decided to bleep the word vaccine. So when you hear the bleep, they'll put vaccine in there. I don't know why they did that. As best I can tell, whenever the word vaccine is used, it's being bleeped. So guys ready? Cross. Look at me. You're arrested. Is the part of your kingdom? Yes. Is it? But she won't take it. What happens if she takes it? It's yours. How? It's just. No. It's just. Oh, no, but it's. Let me notice the serpents. The serpents? What serpents? Mm. That, that shows medicine, the serpents. Is that what you're talking about? No, I don't believe you're talking nonsense. Hmm? So you work through pharmacia, witchcraft. Hmm? So is the all part of your plan? I arrest you in the name of Jesus. Part of your plan. Hmm? It has black magic in it. But she already knew that. So has got black magic in it. So what happens when people take it? Hmm? What is going to do to the people? In the long run, kill them before repentance. When are they going to die? 
when are they going to start dying? What's the plan? I don't know. But the is going to kill them. Does the protect them from COVID? Not at all. Not at all? But they say it protects them from, the, from COVID, so you say it doesn't at all? Because they are also working with it. Who? The ones that say it works. Really? Now, why do they want to kill the people? <laughs> hmm? Why is Jesus coming soon? Yeah. So they're trying to kill as many as they can before he comes. When is he coming? Soon. You don't know. No one knows. But we know it's soon, right? Time is short, right? So where have you been every time we've cast you out? Don't they know? Can you turn this up just all. a little bit more? What is it doing? Isn't it just medicine? It's medicine. It's helping people. People. It's helping people. It's harming people. But it's from doctors. The doctors say we must take they it. They work with us. Do they know they're working with you? Some, yes. Some, some. do. Not all, though. So what's in I don't understand. What's in there? I command you, tell me in the name of Jesus. Luke 8 verse 17, look at me, Luke 8 verse 17, look at me, Luke 8 verse 17, there's nothing hidden that will not be made manifest. Nothing secret that will not be known. Is that the word of God? Yes. yes. Who's the word? Jesus. Jesus. So do you have to obey the word? Yes. So what's in the That's Black what? magic. Black magic. Witchcraft. Witchcraft. So as soon as someone gets the do they immediately get demons? No, they just open doors. Oh, they open the doors and then the demons come in. Yes. Um, <laughs> but now what if I got the and then I repented of it? <laughs> what if I took and I you know what happens. And I decided that I want to you repent. You know what happens. Tell me what happens. They get freed. They get freed. <laughs> so, so if they take, there's still a way out, right? Yes. What, yes. What is the way out? Jesus. Jesus. He's always the way. Yes. So all these people, they can just choose Christ and repent and that door's closed yes sit up straight in Jesus name I command you and that door's closed yes is the in itself harmful to people or is it just the open door it's harmful is it harmful yes wow what is it going to do to people it's going to take the souls don't know. How's it going to take their souls? They're going to go to hell. If they take Yes. Why? Because we've won. You haven't won. Because they don't know. They don't repent. But if they repent. Did you hear how angry that demon got when it got to the point of trying to say, 
what's going to happen to them. It, the demon did not want her to say that they were going to go to hell. It was keeping that, trying to keep that information in. But because of the power of God is being driven out and the answer is being given. Two different women, two different demons, all tied to pharmacia and is explaining what has been happening, what's going on in massive, massive amount of people who are being infected by demons who are not covering themselves because of this, this spirit. If you have to take medications, pray and ask God to protect you. Do not walk in fear. Trust that God is going to protect you because you heard what the demon said. If you repent, you're, you're, you're good to go. Pray that any doorways to demons are closed. Now, what did we see? We saw the demons speak out through these people and say that the open door to them was the vaccine because of the demon of pharmacia. The demon made note of the serpents on the medical symbol. All the doctors and nurses have this symbol and some trace of the origin, some trace it back to the origin of the snakes to Hermes, a Greek god of healing. Others trace it to Moses. And if you look at people who are in the medical community, they either wear one of two of these symbols. Some of them are on ambulances. Some of them are on hospitals. Listen at this. This is Numbers 21, 4 to 9. And this is why some people say that this is tied to Moses. Then they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. And some of the people became very discouraged on the way. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and our soul loathes this worthless bread. So the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people. And many of the people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned. For we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. So Moses prayed for the people. Then the Lord said to Moses, make a fiery serpent. The Lord told Moses to make a fiery serpent and set it on a pole. And it shall be that everyone who is bitten, when he looks at it, shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent and put it on a pole. And so it was as if a serpent had bitten anyone. When he looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. Now, it's not really clear what to believe because there's so much that's out there where the medical symbol represents Moses and fiery serpents or the story related to Hermes, the god. But we know that there's something with the demon of Pharmacia, the demon of Python. Python is a serpent. Um, the, deep, the demon of div divination. All of those have snake spirits that are up under them that we have seen and cast out of people at different times. There's, um, I believe it was Katie Souza when she was talking about people who, who need healing. There's a serpent that takes over them and cause, keeps them from being able to receive that healing. So we have to break that serpent spirit down, whether it's tied to a sickness in their body or a sickness in their soul. Get that serpent spirit loosened from that person's heart, and then they're able to be set free from whatever's going on. And many people are experiencing healing because they're dealing with the serpents that are there. And if you notice, this demon talked about the serpents, so we have to keep that in mind also when we're dealing with exorcisms and helping to set people free.
These are all things that God has, has showed us in the past, but he's putting everything together so that we understand what we're dealing with. And again, we're, we're on the good side because God is teaching us and has been teaching us all along where he's going. And, and we just need to get in line and just run with it. Acts 16, verses 16 to 24. This talks about the python spirit, the spirit of divination. Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us, who brought her masters much profit by fortune telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. But when her masters saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplaces to the authorities. And they brought them to the magistrates and said, These men, being Jews, exceedingly trouble our city. And they teach customs which are not lawful for us, being Romans, to receive or observe. Verse 22, Then the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. So Paul dealt with this spirit of divination that was in this woman. And the people that were around about him got upset. You're going to have to deal with that and go through that because you never know what spirit is going to manifest in a religious person in the church. They're there. They're constantly there. And it's just something that God, you know, in his time and in his season, he will deliver us from them. But we have to keep going on. Whether we get beat and put into prison, whether we get ridiculed for teaching about exorcism, we have to keep going on and we have to do what thus saith the Lord because this is our job. Let's look at some characteristics of a spirit of Python. Luke uses spirit of Python in regards to the slave girl probably because the spirit operating in her was like the one at Delphi. There is, of course, the possibility that she had actually been to Delphi and that is where she picked up this false spirit. It is important to note that what she said was true. And you've heard us say many, many times that demonic people can prophesy. They hear true things. So this is what's going on. You're dealing with the Python spirit. Satan and demons have some knowledge and will reveal their secrets in order to impress and draw people into their destructive web. Only our God, however, is omniscient all-knowing. All Here are some traits of a spirit of Python that are obvious in this narrative. It loves to flatter. The prophecy of this young woman was not given to encourage or affirm, but to flatter. We have to be very much aware of who's prophesying over us and why it's being done. Because if it's not being done in the spirit, someone's trying to flatter you. Someone's trying to get you out of God's will by puffing you up. We all need to give and receive affirmation and encouragement, but flattery is insincere and self-serving. So many today, including leaders, are so starved for affirmation and approval 
that they are vulnerable to the flatteries of a deceiving python spirit. We must be so settled in God's acceptance and approval that we are no longer susceptible to the flatteries of a false prophetic spirit. I'm going to read that part again. We must be so settled in God's acceptance and approval that we are no longer susceptible to the flatteries of a false prophetic spirit. Beware of those who use prophecy to flatter and thereby gain an advantage. It demands attention. Python spirit, spirit of divination wants attention. This is indicated by the fact that she followed Paul and the others for many days, continually giving forth her prophecy. Beware of those who use prophecy to thrust themselves into the limelight. It loves to be seen and heard. This is indicated by the fact that she kept putting herself at the center of attention. Note those who use prophecy to make themselves the center of attention. Python divination spirit wants to be important. This is indicated by the fact that she directed her prophesying to the leaders of this new movement. Beware of those who use prophecy to gain status with pastors and leaders. All dangerous things that are happening right now today in the body of Christ. And the final thing is there is a monetary motive. This young slave girl was raking in a lot of money for her masters. I'm afraid the same motive is present in the charismatic prophetic movement today. Some brashly offer a personal prophecy in return for a financial gift. Others are more subtle like a prophet. I once saw who expressed his desire to pray for everyone who would bring a certain designated offering to the front for his ministry. As he prayed and then prophesied over each one that came with their money, I saw women looking in their purses for money so they could go forward and get a word. Sad. Very sad. I believe this man was operating, opening himself to a false spirit, a spirit of Python, by his devious actions. Did you catch what the demon said about pharmacia? It has black magic in it. Got black magic in it. So what's in black magic? So as soon as someone gets to do, as soon as someone gets, do they immediately, sorry. So as soon as someone gets the vaccine, do they immediately get demons? Was the question. They open doors and then demons come in. This is what the demon said. So we have sorcery, divination, drugs being used by the enemy to destroy people. Drug addictions, regular versus illegal drugs. How is sorcery connected with drugs? The word sorcery is from the Greek word pharmakia. The root of this word is the basis for our English words pharmacy and pharmaceutical. It is used only a couple of other times in the New Testament in describing the works of the flesh, which will cause a person to be lost unless he repents, Paul mentions. Galatians 5.20 idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies. Several Greek resources help us to better understand what Paul is talking about with this word pharmakia. By examining how the word was used in the first century among the Greeks, we will be better able to comprehend the application of this word in our day and age. <coughs> 
One excellent authority tells us sorcery, the use as of drugs, as in black magic, to do harm to others. In itself, the word is, a, is as neutral as pharmacy. It's English derivative, meaning the dispensing of drugs for medical purposes. But it acquired two senses, the use of drugs to poison people and the use as, and as here, the use of drugs in witchcraft. Sometimes we don't understand that the people who are under the influence of drugs are being used by witches and warlocks to do different things. They're being pulled into the spirit realm they think that they're getting high, but sometimes these witches and warlocks are taking their bodies and they're using them in activities that are illegal. They're using their spirit bodies to do bad, evil things against people. And this is something that has to you know, be broken down and stopped because there's an in, in and out open door that these demons allow because of the, the drug use and being high and, and being in a different realm that takes place. The witches and the warlocks, they use these drugs in order to ascend to higher levels in the spirit realm and to open themselves more to demons. And this is, this is something that we need to be aware of when we're dealing with people who are addicted to drugs. In Exodus 7.11, is, the word used is sorcerers at Pharaoh's court. Apart from its present occurrence, the only occurrences are in the New Testament in Revelation 9.21, in 1823. So from this, we see that the word pharmakia had clear references to the abuse of drugs. In fact, originally the word was a fairly benign term, referring to the good use of drugs. Over time, it came to describe the abuse of drugs. Then finally, to the abuse of drugs in the way that witches and wiz wizards made potions. Hence the translation as sorcery. Therefore, we can see that the word definitely at least carried with it the idea of any drug abuse, which could include occult practices. So as Barclay has written, witchcraft, this literally means the use of drugs. It can mean the healing use of drugs by a doctor, but it can also mean poisoning. And it, can, it came to be especially connected with the use of drugs for sorcery, of which the ancient world was full. In closing, another scholar tells us further about pharmakia, witchcraft, pharmakia. At the root of this word is pharmacon, literally drug, from which we derive our English word pharmacy. In classical Greece, Greek, pharmakia referred to the use of drugs, whether for medicinal or more sinister purposes. For example, poisoning. In the New Testament, however, it is invariably associated with the occult, both here in Galatians and in Revelations, where it occurs twice, Revelations 9.21 and 18.23. English translations usually render pharmakia as witchcraft or sorcery. These words correctly convey the idea of black magic and demonic control, but they miss the more basic meaning of drug use. In the New Testament times, Pharmakia, in fact, denoted the use of drugs with occult properties for a variety of purposes, especially abortion. Amazing. It's not new. Nothing new under the sun. 
So here they are doing abortions back in the New Testament times. And here we are today fighting that same battle. As J.T. Noonan has written, Paul's usage here cannot be restricted to abortion, but the term he chose is comprehensive enough to include the use of abortifacient drugs. In the early church, both infanticide, often affected through the exposure of newborn babies to the harsh elements, and abortion commonly brought about by the use of drugs, were regarded as murderous acts. Both are flagrant violations of Jesus' command to love your neighbor as yourself. So pharmakia also included the use of drugs in taking life, especially in abortion. Does sorcery have anything to do with demonic spirits? Since there is a clear connection between drug use and sorcery or witchcraft, does the Bible say anything about a relationship between sorcery and demonic spirits? It sure does. It sure does. These are a lot of things that are happening, that are going on, but God really wanted you to be aware of these things and cause all of this to come together so that you would understand the battle that is before us. And the good news is that we've won. We just have to get in and engage. Engage the enemy, fight, and God will be with us. He'll help us exercise these demons out of the people that are coming our way. There's going to be a lot. They're already there. They're, they're, they're primed. And we just got to get in the fight. Father, I thank you for this teaching. I thank you for the things that you brought out tonight. I pray that they would go deep within the hearts and the minds of your people. And I pray, Father God, that we would step into the battle like never before. And that we would see exactly where you're going. And that we would jump in and join forces with you and destroy the works of darkness. Father, we just plead the blood of Jesus Christ over each and every person that's here, that's under the sound of my voice. We bind any demon of condemnation from coming against them. And Father God, we thank you for the truth that it sets us free in every area and in every way. In the name of Jesus, amen. I don't know if anybody else has seen it, but I've it's come across my screen quite a few times that they have a little baby laying in a crib and they're begging the people not to do drugs in the same room with the child because it's destroying their minds and destroying their souls. And how many people do you know that have their kids in the same room while they're doing all their drug addictions and everything? And Chris, through your teaching, did you find out um, Satan will a plant a person who's a drug addict in a home and then use that person to destroy the home. Many, many cases of that going on where a person is uh, bound in witchcraft and they go in and they destroy each and every person by spewing hatred, anger, violence. It's a, it's a very destructive uh, spirit that's tied behind this former key of demon. <laughs> I believe that the Lord just wants you to take this information tonight 
and settle it within your spirit. I don't feel any uh, leading for an altar call. So, Father, we just dismiss ourselves. We thank you for everything that you taught us. And we just cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus Christ. And as we go forth, we engage in this battle that you've prepared. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're committed to excellence and truth as we conduct spiritual overwatch for your soul. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. Simple truths, given with intellectual integrity, far better than Fox News and CNN combined. Please feel free to contact us with questions, comments, concerns at ChristopherRadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and more. Until next time. That was your Overwatch, Einstein. You can thank him later. <laughs>